Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Chances are, if you're listening to this show, you're trying to get in better shape. You're trying to watch what you eat, and I get that. But regardless of how disciplined or how motivated you are, that ugly sweet tooth and those cravings are going to come rearing their ugly heads, and that's why I recommend the magic one. The Magic Spoon. The spoon that is magic. It tastes as good, if not better, than your favorite childhood cereals. And it's got only 140 calories per serving with 13 or 14 grams of protein. Great way to get that good serving of protein with a low-calorie, delicious cereal that's going to, you know, also curb those cravings. Uh, On top of it, it's not just a bunch of protein powder mixed in with junk and artificial sweeteners and flavors. No, no, no. This is keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. It's high quality. It absolutely tastes delicious. Every single flavor, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, maple waffle, peanut butter, cocoa, uh, frosted, fruity, you, you name it, my family has had them all, and we love every single one. Some more than others. My daughter likes fruity better than cocoa. I like cocoa better than, uh, than, than the fruity, and my wife likes frosted better than any of them. But it doesn't matter. They're all delicious. So do yourself a favor. Go to magicspoon.com slash Mikey. Grab a custom bundle of cereal. Try it today. Be sure to use the promo code Mikey at checkout. Save yourself $5 off your order. Get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash Mikey and use the code Mikey to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Listen, let me tell you something that I know. I know about skin because I stay glowing year-round, buddy. 24-7. So, the winter, it's coming like Game of Thrones. So you got to prepare because the winter can be treacherous on your skin. That's why you need whey. That's spelled O-U-A-I. They have the whey Melrose Place body creme to keep you hydrated, prevent dryness. They have the Melrose Place body cleanser, which balances your skin softens it with oils in a hydrating blend. Experience the new way Melrose Place body cream and body cleanser. Trust me, it's worth it. Your body, your way. Go to theway.com. That's T-H-E-O-U-A.com. Use the code believe B-L-E-A-V. Get yourself 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code believe. You know what uh, month it is? It's March. And you know what that means? It's my birthday month, of course. Yes, that's the most important. But also March Madness. Head over to Bet Online and make sure that everything in the world of sports and sports betting is taken care of. Bet Online is the best in the game. They have everything you need hockey, boxing, UFC odds, sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet Online is your number one online wagering destination. Okay? Head over to the website, use your mobile device, sign up today, receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code BLEAV to get started. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you so much, Bet Online, for making sure this podcast happens. <laughs> Hello, everyone. It is the Mikey Likes You podcast. Um, oh, fuck my dogs. Let's try this one more time. It is the Mikey Likes You podcast. How is everyone doing? Uh, I wanted to dedicate 
an episode, I like to mix them in where I just touch on things that I've noticed. There's an issue. There's some stuff that's troubling or bothersome to me. Uh, Or it's just stuff that I feel might be useful. Uh, Usually I ask you to tell me what you think is useful. And I think that works out really well. But I get a lot of the same questions over and over again, which, you know, makes me think, okay, I should touch on that. Um, Then also I see stuff out in the world. Um, I think Marlon Brando said to a young actor, you know, if you want to develop the ability to become a character, go out and live your life. Don't spend all your time studying. Actually go out and live so that you can see things. And I like to be a geek and a bookworm when it comes to uh, health and fitness stuff. I I fully am. But I also like to just go out and do stuff and, and use myself as a lab rat and try things and go to different gyms and blah, 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 blah. So I see things. I see them with my eyeballs. And, um, you know, there's stuff that, that is troubling. And then I also am lucky enough to get a lot of random questions and comments and things via social media at Mike Catherwood or at Mikey Likes You One, the number one. Um, you know, so I get feedback there. And uh, the people love to overcomplicate things. And I get it. And more, more troubling to me is that there is just such a wealth of bullshit that gets thrown at you. And I know that the overwhelming majority of people really want to make a change for the better when it comes to fitness, health, habit forming, whatever, just wellness in general. People really want that. I get that. Um, I want that. And so you have this amazing tool that is the internet, the World Wide Web. And you go out there and you search, and there's a lot of people giving a lot of good advice. There's a lot of people giving fucking bullshit advice. Bullshit. And it forces you to kind of start to overcomplicate things and do this mental masturbation where you think that if you're not using this intricate, complex training system or this diet program that is so overwhelmingly complex and and elaborate that you're not doing what you need to do to get the results that you want. And the reality is that more often than not, and I've seen this in my personal experience, you know, anecdotally, I could tell you this to be true. And with so many other people that I've either worked with or been lucky enough to kind of work around. And that chances are, if things aren't adding up, you got to start subtracting. And by that, I mean, get down to bare bones, really find what is important, what matters, and let the things that truly don't matter just disappear. And that time at times can be a lot harder than even focusing on the important stuff is having the ability to detach from the shit that doesn't matter. So that's kind of what I wanted to cover on today's episode. Uh, First and foremost, exercise selection. Okay, listen. Do not try to get brainwashed into believing that you have to have 
11 different exercises for each body part and that you need to hit them with different angles of blah, 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 blah. Because biomechanically, it's just not true. And a lot of that kind of idea, a lot of that 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 thinking of trying to hit different muscles from different angles to develop them is based on people who have really high-level physiques to begin with, okay? It absolutely is true that someone who is going to compete at, at the IFBB level or is going to, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, John Cena, you know, anyone in the public eye that is at an uh, just an extreme level of, of performance or in an extreme level of physique uh, development, they are going to have to add uh, rather extensive levels of volume and um, detail to their training program. That's just, I mean, I don't think that that would be surprising to people. It's, you know, as I mentioned before, it's not just physique, it's performance. If you are a white belt that's doing your third class in jujitsu, is it not understandable that the things you really need to hammer home and focus on are going to be glaringly different than, you know, Andre Galvao or, or someone who's competing at the ADCC? Um, if you're a sprinter, if you are a power lifter, um, there's no need to be doing, you know, a, a conjugate West Side program for power lifting if this is your first contest and you can barely uh, deadlift double your weight. It would be dramatically not only not useful, it would be counterproductive. And the same thing goes for physique development. To, to a very large extent, all the way up to guys and gals at my level, and I'm not I'm not a high-level physique. I am a high-level physique in comparison to Earth, in comparison to the people of Earth. But I am not a high-level physique in comparison to people who make money doing it. And I can maintain and even make improvements on my look and performance by really focusing in on, like, I do, honestly, I do, like, 10 fucking exercises. I really do. Um, in age, training history, injury, it's going to, it alters from time to time because of those factors. But the reality is, is like, look, there's these kind of six movement patterns. And I go over them all, all the time. Um, and I actually wrote them down this time so that I don't confuse everyone and go like, wait, wait, no, what did I say? It's vertical push, vertical pull. Okay. So you're talking about vertical, meaning up and down, vertical push, you know, overhead press, push press, things like that. Uh, vertical pull, the chin up, the pull up, the pull down, the, the, the chin grip pull down, you know, pulling from up to down. Um, when you're, you know, in, things that are parallel to you standing upright. Um, and then there is horizontal push and horizontal pull. 
Okay, so horizontal push would be things like the push-up. Okay, things like uh, the bench press. Horizontal push. These are, tech, you know, to kind of give it a little more clarity, these are typically chest exercises. Uh, the vertical push is typically shoulder exercises. Um, so back to the horizontal push, you know, you have those things. And then there's the opposite, the, the horizontal pull, which would be rows. Typically back exercises or upper, you know, rear delt exercises. Now you have those four for your upper body. Pick one, maybe two exercises for each of those movement patterns and really hammer those motherfuckers. Okay? And then also, more importantly, you have the lower body. I am not trying to confuse you here, but this is something that you should absolutely get through your effing skull. Lower body training, regardless if you're talking about performance, regardless if you're talking about developing your body for physique purposes, you just want to look better at the beach. Yes, your leg training is more important, even if you don't want to develop your legs. Why? For the same reason that most people don't like training legs. Because it sucks, asshole. And not like beautiful IG model asshole. No, no, no. It sucks. Like, like horrible uh, uh, tweaker who cares not about his or her sanitation and, 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 and hygiene. That kind of asshole. I'm a silver-tongued devil, aren't I? Um, it, it does. And then when people do start training their legs, they get to the same level of kind of commensurate discomfort that they do with their upper body, and they think, like, oh, I'm good. Because I just did bench press, and that felt kind of shitty. You know, I got the burn. I got the discomfort. So, I, And then and that, that seemed to be okay. Now I'm going to do some lunges or some squats. I got to that same level of discomfort, so I'm good. No, there's a reason why training your lower body is so much more important. And it's the same exact reason why you have to go to different levels of poo-poo town. Because the hormonal response from training your legs is so much greater. The metabolic response is so much greater because you carry so much more musculature from below your belly button than you do above it. And when you're training your lower body, even in certain isolation move, what well, could be considered isolation movements like the leg press, your respiratory system, your cardiovascular system, your, uh, your hormonal system, they are forced to work much harder. So it's almost like, you know, you can see how when you're doing like high rep squatting or walking lunges or Bulgarian split squats or even leg press at a, at a high enough um, intensity and high enough uh, rep range, you get almost a, you get a cardiovascular response too. 
You just don't do that with bench press or any complex movement from the upper body. You know, things like bench press or overhead press or, or, or row. You can go really hard to the point that you're really taxing yourself from a musculoskeletal level. But you don't get that same kind of like, oh, my God, I got to I got to lie down. I'm so fucking taxed your central nervous system, the uh, you know, your respiratory system. They're not the same. When you do high rep squats and you really push yourself that you are you are fucked like you just did wind sprints. And because of all that, there's a lot of factors going into it. But because of that, that's why you need to train your legs and you need to train them hard, even if your goal is to focus on your upper body development. Okay. Um, So getting back to our six movement patterns, we talked about vertical push, vertical pull, horizontal push, horizontal pull. And then I started talking about lower body. You have uh, lower body push, lower body pull. Um, Lower body push would be things like the leg press, the squat, the lunge. These are things where you're pushing either a platform or a weight away from yourself or you're pushing the ground away from yourself. You're pushing with your lower body. Things like the lower body pull would be things like um, uh, hamstring curls, either lying or seated, um, Romanian deadlift, conventional deadlift, sumo deadlift, anything where you're pulling the ground or the weight towards yourself with the lower body. So you have those six movement patterns. Find one or two really good exercises for those. The ones that involve more muscle and more joints are going to be better. But that doesn't mean that isolation exercises are worthless. They are absolutely useful. They are just not going to be as overall useful as the complex movements that involve many, many different muscles or many, many different joints. Um, I, I, I really do believe in the idea that if you have a well-curated collection of six complex exercises for all six movement patterns, and then six isolation exercises for all six movement patterns, that you're good. You're good. That's a great way to, um, to really hit your body in a complete way. Again, get that kind of metabolic and hormonal response that you're looking for, but also get that kind of deeper burn and that a lot of people like to feel. Because when it comes to physique development, it's not just about feeling the burn. There's many exercises. For instance, I do not feel any muscular contraction. There's not a tremendous level of muscular contraction with the deadlift. Does that mean the deadlift isn't useful at developing your physique? Absolutely not. It's quite the contrary. But there are exercises. The squat is another one. The squat does not give you a very uh, comprehensive or effective contraction of your quads in comparison to something like the leg extension, where the leg extension, you can drive incredible amounts of contraction to those muscles, which is important. But the squat doesn't. Does that mean the squat is not useful? Absolutely not. The squat is very useful for things like force development, mitochondrial density, there's that that all that shit is far too complicated and far un, it's just unnecessary for you to even worry about just know that there is reasons outside of muscular contraction that make an exercise useful okay before we continue the show i wanted to talk to you about something important and that is noom Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform 
to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. Everybody's weight loss journey is unique and it's different. I understand that. And you know who else understands that? Noom. It's personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom weight users finish the program and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. That's fantastic. So start building better habits for healthier, long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe. Again, that's noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. Hey, is there something preventing you from being the best you that you could be? I get it. I always feel that way. What's interfering with your happiness, man? Check out betterhelp.com slash Mikey. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. This isn't some crisis hotline. It's not self-help. This is real professional counseling done securely online. Start communicating in under 48 hours. There's licensed professional counselors who are special to, specialized in dealing with uh, anger, family issues, LGBT matters, relationship, stress, depression, anxiety, trauma, self-esteem, all the stuff that I think we all deal with from time to time. There's no sign of weakness from reaching out and getting professional help. In fact, in my opinion, that is the biggest sign of courage to deal with this stuff head on, okay? So start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash Mikey. Join a million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Mikey. So don't just, what I, my, my point being is like, don't write an exercise off, any exercise, just because you don't feel it, Okay. Um, but the the isolation movements, things like dumbbell laterals, which I love, um, you know, chest flies, I, yeah, either in a machine or, or I, I prefer a machine for a chest fly because you, that you can really drive a contraction or a cable. Um, these are things that are excellent and they're useful. Then in those situations, you definitely should be looking for something that you feel. Um, so there you go. That, that That is just something that I wanted to kind of cover. Uh, another thing that I wanted to cover, and this goes especially for men out there, um, chest development. Chest development is a struggle for so many dudes. Why? Because when it comes to chest development, we all have in our head that the bench press is the king. In fact, it's looked at as kind of like the the king of strength exercises in general. Because look, if you're you know football team gets together for their summer workouts in preparation for the next season, what do y'all talk about? How much can you bench, dude? You've been training. What's your bench? What's your bench? No one's like, what's your squat? What's your what's your power clean? even though those are far more important when it comes to overall strength. Um, So, you know, everyone looks at the bench. The problem is, is that um, it's really difficult to develop your bench press ability without allowing your triceps and more importantly, your front delts to take over the exercise. You're not getting necessarily much 
either forced development or contraction from your chest, from your pecs. Now, again, I will go back to what I was just saying. It doesn't mean that the bench press isn't useful or important. It is. But it is not necessarily beneficial or even useful when it comes to developing your chest muscles. And so people fall back on this, dumbbells included. You know, you're doing your dumbbell press. People have such a hard time retracting their shoulders, trying to pinch, you know, kind of imagine pinching a pencil behind you right by your spine and then keeping that position while you're pushing so that you can focus on your chest. So I do think that more importantly than any other kind of movement pattern or any other body part that you're training, the chest is something that should include some type of of isolation movement. Um, Some people are really... They're either, they're either genetically capable or, you know, they're gifted in, in, in certain ways or they're just so good at keeping that retracted position that they can then develop their chest just fine with, with just bench pressing or with just um, dumbbell pressing. Most people are not, especially dudes, because we spend so much of our time kind of focusing on that and then we get too... Um, you know, and then when, when you're growing up and you're like, oh, well, you see a Stallone movie or something, I guess I'm an old fuck. So I don't know. You see a rock movie uh, for uh, younger dudes and you're like, well, I want to get jacked. So you start doing pushups at home and then you're just you're completely overdeveloping the front part of your deltoid. And um, you have that a really hard time opening up and developing the ability to maintain that position while you're pushing and you're ignoring actually contracting the chest. So um, I do think that you shouldn't ignore complex exercises for anything, but the chest is one place where I do think it's important to kind of include some contraction movements. Um, Now, I just talked about something that is, I think, important to dudes. Here's women. You need to understand something. You are fed a bigger line of bullshit than even most dudes, and everyone's getting fed a big line of bullshit. This is, this is, I can't say this enough. I can't say this enough. All the female fitness magazines and then the overwhelming majority of female fitness kind of digital information is so fucking full of shit. It's so overwhelmingly full of shit that I really need you to go back to like think of Socrates the only knowledge is knowing you know nothing that's good old Socrates right and It's very applicable to all of the world of health and fitness, but it is super applicable to female training because you have been just fucking like aggressively brainwashed into thinking that I want to look sleek and thin and lean and I don't want to be bulky. I don't want to look like those roided out chicks with giant chins. So therefore, I am going to focus on cardio or I'm going to focus on circuit training with really light weights and I'm not going to try and really push it because I don't want to be bulky. I can't tell you how many fucking times I've heard. I just don't want to be bulky, so I don't want to really mess with. Well, then listen, your I don't want to be bulky mindset 
is what's keeping you from making any level of progress and what is going to lead to you burning out and giving up altogether because you're going to put in the immense level of energy of trying to go hard with your spending hours doing treadmill and 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 the elliptical and the stair climber and then another three to four hours a week doing your Barry's boot camp or your circuit that you found from some internet model that's like and this is your booty burner that you can do it's like listen all of those girls even though they're giving you that information they also are fucking squatting trust me and and doing their Bulgarian split squats and overhead pressing and like in 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 serious amounts of you know rear uh, delt work and when they're developing that booty they go fucking heavy with hip thrusts and things of these complex barbell movements that you're not doing because you don't want to look bulky because this chick just sold you her twenty nine ninety nine get fit for summer bullshit plan you know why. Because that's easy to sell. That's marketable. And I I know I was talking about how Socrates said that the only real true wisdom is knowing that you know nothing. That's true. But there's a very, very select group of things that I do know about. One of them is media and broadcasting, okay? I've had the luxury of working in a, a, a really, really versatile array of media outlets. From CNN to Access Hollywood and, and 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 Entertainment Tonight to the Jason Ellis Show, you know, I I have I have a, I'm pretty lucky to have worked in a variety of things with an incredibly different setting to them. I know this world, and I can tell you. You ever go well? Why the fuck are they telling me this story when? And this is not a political statement because it goes in, it, it has nothing to do with partisan beliefs. It goes in both directions. Wherever you're, you're at with the political landscape, they're telling you one thing and you're like, well, that, that's either got a really, really noticeable slant to it or that doesn't seem true at all. That's because that will keep you watching or reading. There's no news show, again, regardless of your political beliefs, there's no news show that could maintain its ability to pay the bills by going, well, it doesn't really matter what your political beliefs are. Everyone that's at the highest levels of the government is is engaging in high levels of corporate collusion and their uh, ability to make decisions is not really based on what's best for the people as a whole. It's based on what they can do to maintain their job and, and line their pockets. And it's really kind of a rancid system. And uh, so I just wanted to repeat that for the fucking 30th day in a row. Not many ratings for that. And the same thing goes for fitness and health. There's there's just really no ability, and I <laughs> I know because uh, I'm going through it, there's very little ability to sell your book or sell your program or sell your website or whatever it may be by saying, listen, it's consistency. Oftentimes it's going to get boring, 
but you got to watch how much you eat, up your protein, and you got to lift, and it's going to suck, okay? When you get to a certain point, yeah, we can start talking about adding in a few more details, but bottom line is uh, it's uh, here's, here's five to six exercises that you should do. Really work hard at them, and it's not fun or complex. That book would sell very little. Okay? It goes for all media and all type of media, all types of medium too when it comes to art and entertainment or media. Listen, you ever go like, well, how the fuck is MGK like the biggest, you know, punk rock artist now? How is he running the, uh, you know, guitar driven rock landscape and that, you know, there's a million bands out there that no one listens to. It's because uh, there's stuff that can be separated from objective quality that is just more marketable and easy to sell. Whether it's the Whopper or the Big Mac or what, you know, Domino's or Pizza Hut, is be do they have the best selling pizza in the country or the best selling burger in the country because it is the best burger because it is the most effective at being delicious and 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 nourishing you no this is fucking more palatable and it's more intriguing and the same thing goes for these training programs and these diet ideas so Let me circle back because I started talking about female training. You got to understand that if you want to not look like the bulky broad that you see who's roided out uh, on the uh, bodybuilding stage, but you do want to look like the Instagram model that you're following, the reality is, is that their training protocol is very similar regardless of what they're giving to you. But their diet and their drug protocol is vastly different. That's the truth. I'm going to do a bonus pod to dovetail off of this segment of this podcast that has my wife with me. Who spent years as a professional actor who's someone who her body was part of her livelihood working out like crazy and you better believe she had a hard time getting through her head that she's got to fucking put some bar some some plates on the barbell and squat and and do hip thrusts and and overhead press she had never really done a barbell overhead press or a, a dumbbell incline press she spent years she is lighter and more kind of svelte and sleek and leaner now than ever before at age 45, sorry, honey, um, by giving up on all that, surrendering to me, and then, you know, I led her in the direction of certain trainers online, uh, and she's, she's, go, she's going heavy. She's going heavy, and she trains, and she trains hard in the weight room. My wife does zero cardio, literally zero. So if you don't want to take it from me, take it from my wife. And I, like I said, I will 
have that bonus pod and lead you to it. All right. Uh, what are some other things that I wanted to get to? Oh, yes. I was talking a lot about overcomplicating your training. Please, please don't overcomplicate your nutrition. Are there some intricacies that might bring value to you? Sure. But the person that worries about those intricacies that puts that throws the baby out with the bathwater because of said intricacies is not going to be anywhere near as healthy as 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 appealing to the eyes or as happy as the person who has two or three things that they just really hammer home and do it consistently day in and day out. If you want to really get into, whoa, what's going to be better for your gut health in the long run? And then I've heard about the autophagy that comes along with taking things in and extending my intake uh, to for a longer fucking fasting period. The insulin response, though, is vastly different. And you got to take that. Yeah, fine. Worry about that all you want. But the guy or gal who is finding their caloric set point, getting high enough amounts of protein and uh, doing that day in and day out is going to be healthier, better looking and have a lot more fucking quality of life than the person who's worrying about the Golgi apparatus and the liver uh, response to certain different types of sugars. Trust me. And I don't care if you're vegan. I don't care if you're carnivore. I don't care if it's paleo or keto. Just get that protein and make sure you're not eating too many calories if you're trying to lose weight. And then make sure you're eating just a little bit more calories than you burn if you're trying to gain muscular weight. Have a high protein set point. Monitor your calories. Do that for a long time. And don't do that. Monday through Friday and then Saturday and Sunday eat 17,000 calories of beer and brunch and then expect me to try to dissect why you're not getting what you're looking for. Does that mean you can't have your beer? Does that mean you can't have pizza and, and cake? Of course not. Of course I do. I mean, I don't have beer. I'm, a, I'm in recovery. But my point being is that, yeah, fuck yeah. You know, my birthday's coming up. You better believe I'm going to go to like uh, uh, the best barbecue spot in Texas. And I'm going to search that place out. And then after that, I'm going to have some cobbler. It's going to be awesome. But 95% of the time, I'm hitting those, those, those major tenets that I talked about. My protein's high. I know how high I need it for me and my goals. And my calories are at where I need them. I know where they are for me and my goals because I've done the work. And I do that day in and day out. And you cannot do that and worry about the right type of stack of steroids or pro hormones and the right type of, um, you know, elimination, whether it be carbs or sugar or gluten, or you could do that and and you could not do what I'm doing and then do what you think is important and call me in a year and go, dude, you're 43. You're good. 
what's the, what's the i'll go uh you know what i don't fucking think about gluten or carnivore or anything i just eat no, food that i know to be nourishing and good for me i eat a lot of protein and i make sure that i don't eat too much ah, shit. that's how excited i got hey man i was that dude i was 22 years old when i had a favorable hormonal setup and, and and a favorable metabolism at that age and i was the guy who was constantly neurotic about which type of protein powder to have i mean spending hours on a chat room trying to di fucking dissect which type of protein was going to be better for protein efficiency and, and 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 bioavailability and on top of that then going to another chat room to talk about how much test and ecopost to use before i switch into a cutting phase and and looking at trembolone and, and winstrel and shit and switching from an anthate or, or, or sipinate to testosterone, uh, what's the fucking quick one? Propanate? Yeah, propanate. That's the more rapidly digested one or rapidly used one. I did that. I did that. I was miserable with it because I wasn't getting the same results that I get now. Now, granted, I was smaller. Uh, I'm smaller now. But... You know, I live my life at 10% body fat. Uh, I don't think uh, I'm going to win any contests or be uh, anyone's going to beg me to be on the cover of their magazine. But I look pretty damn good in my opinion. And uh, I always get the holy shit when I take off my shirt at the beach thing. You know, if I'm with a family that they uh, they don't know me. And it's the first time that, that we're hanging out at like the beach or the lake here in Texas and uh, take off that shirt to jump in. Uh, we were like, oh, look, at so this guy works out, doesn't he? So I get that and I'm doing fine and I'm happy and uh, I don't really feel like I'm sacrificing much. I eat a lot of food that I really genuinely find delicious. And I just monitor how much I, uh, I eat of it. So find those exercises, the six movement patterns we talked about. Um, you can limit it to six super quality exercises and maybe even add in a, a, a useful isolation exercise for each. Split it up into a training program. Uh, even full body is way useful and effective. You don't have to get too complex. Hammer those exercises. Do it three times a week, maybe four times a week. Get your calories set to the point that you find them useful for your goal, whether it be to lean out or to gain weight. Get your protein up and do that over and over and over and over again. Okay? I do love you. I'm available on my top tier of my Patreon. If you are in need of more help when it comes to getting those goals, even if I were to relegate you at if you were to join, right? And I was to relegate you to those those very limited amount of things. And you're like, well, why would I pay you that much money to just talk to me about those same things that you just mentioned? Because the accountability of checking in with me every week makes a big fucking difference. And come time when you do make some goals, your metabolism changes, your muscle level changes, your body fat levels change. Uh your skill set in the gym changes, there will be some things that you want to add in. 
there will be your there will be need for you to kind of start to get a little bit more geeky. And I like to be that guy that helps you. So Mike Catherwood on Patreon, if you're interested. I also have other tiers that where you can just get information like this very useful, very entertaining information that I just gave you in the last 35 minutes or so. Uh, and in this crazy mixed up world that makes you think that nobody cares. Remember, I do. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.